you know over here in Ontario um just got back what day did I get back yeah yesterday no yesterday or the day before the day before okay got back the day before yesterday um already missed the east coast I feel like there's a vibe about the east coast that I just I don't know it like touched my soul yes yes I think it it has that way of doing that to people it really does. Like, it's just, I don't know if, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't canceled us because we took a bit of a hiatus, like I can't recommend like just visiting the East coast enough. Like if you want to go there and just like really connect with yourself and, and, and connect with some really nice, genuine humans, like totally hit up the East coast. Well, and I think it, you know, I think it's interesting because we were talking when you were here and we had gone out with some friends, one of them being a real estate agent. And it was interesting because we learned um, from them 55% of people in the last year that are buying homes on the East Coast are coming from Ontario. Yeah, I which wonder- I find really interesting. Um, but I I did read an article that uh, there was a young couple. He was a DJ, um, lived downtown Toronto. Him and his girlfriend had visited a place, you know, a vacation spot uh, in Nova Scotia one year and as COVID was happening, they decided to sell everything and move to that location uh, simply because their priorities changed and they realized, you know what, I, I wanna live somewhere where I'm close to water, I can enjoy the scenery. Like I think a lot of people started to really kind of revisit what mattered to them yeah. and wanna get away from that hustle and bustle. So. You know what? I can't honestly, like, I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with their, their intent. Uh, I think that, you know, take the trip, eat the cake, you know, make yeah. the move, you know, if you're not happy with where you're at and you need a change of scenery, take a change of scenery. Like nothing in life is like set in stone. And so if you want to take the trip, you want to make the move, do it knowing that you can always go back home. You just yes. have to like make plans. <laughs> Well, and I think, I think too, it's interesting because, you know, we talk or we concentrate a lot like on sort of COVID from a, from the perspective of, you know, kind of, oh, we were restricted and on lockdown and oh, oh, actually on that note, like yay, New Brunswick, we are like fully green today. Masks come off. That is honestly incredible. I've actually been bragging about that ever since I got back. I was like, well, in the East coast, like masks are not even going to be a thing as of Friday. And like, that I just love that for you guys. I think that, you know, being able to be around people, see their faces and just totally like, I don't know, live your life is just so incredible. I don't see um, any restrictions, like lifting of any restrictions as far as masks go uh, in Ontario for quite some time. I just, I can't, I can't see it. I can't see a world where there aren't some level of restrictions. Right. Right. Well, and I think so, you know, being on the East Coast, um, you know, it's just a much calmer, peaceful, laid back lifestyle. And I think you found that when you were here, uh, it has sort of, you know, Moncton has that city feel. I'm kind of more in a beach town. So you have the luxury of, you know, going 
to in town to get, you know, do what you got to do. Um, and then you have the opportunity to go back home, right? Like, so, yeah. and, and it is true. It's very true that, you know, nothing in life is set in stone. And that's what I was going to say. I think with COVID, we really focused on, oh my goodness, you know, you don't want to catch COVID and, you know, all this restrictions and things like that. But you know, the other, on the other hand, I think it really just gave us a moment to pause, like when in your lifetime, um, you know, in the history uh, of, of, you know, previous years, have we really had an opportunity to just stop in our tracks for a year and a half and really just kind of reflect and um, create a sense of awareness for ourselves and really get in tune with what matters to us. So, you know, it really, I think, had some benefits. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree with you. I definitely am doing my own reflecting. Um, and I think that COVID, you know, it's given me an opportunity to sit with myself a lot more than I've ever been able to sit with myself before. Um, I've learned a lot of things that I absolutely love about myself and some areas that, you know, perhaps I could give myself a little more attention. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think that in addition to my trip to the East Coast and, and sort of this last year and a half, I'm certainly evaluating, you know, where I'm at, at in life and deciding, you know, what are my priorities and where do I want to be? And, you know, you never know. You never know. There yeah. could be some very exciting announcements forthcoming. Absolutely. And I, I do want to say, um, you know, and I was mentioning to you and you were here, it's interesting because I relocated here, you know, six years ago and, you know, you're kind of, you're living, I, I, you know, was, came down here to open a business, was, was moving quickly, doing all of these things really focused on, you know, my career. And then I was blessed to meet Marty and then he had a, you know, beautiful daughter and we bought the house together and we're just sort of here and we're living, but to have someone, you know, you knew me prior to coming to New Brunswick and you knew sort of, you know, who I was and how I moved and all of these things, of course, when it was cozy Kelly's at the condo and, you know, so when you came and you were like, wow, I'm really impressed by, you know, the system that you guys have in your household, you all work together, you're a team, um, you know, there's this, this flow. I love like to see you in action. And I think you might've mentioned that I'm kind of always in action um, on the move when I'm, when I'm here. And I, I do think that I've grown um, and, and potentially have become, you know, a, a newer version of myself. I don't want to say better. Cause I really did like, you know, single Kelly, that was the life of the party. And I think there's still those elements, but, you know, having a family now, it's really shaped me and I appreciate um, you know, it, it helped me sort of reevaluate while you were here through your eyes and to hear those compliments that, okay, I, this feels right. Oh my um, gosh. I couldn't honestly like, okay, so we've had like weekends together over the last couple of years, or we've taken a trip, you know, solo, just the two of us. And we've talked about your family and like, you know, I've heard about, you know, things that are going on and whatever, but to actually have spent a whole entire week, kind of like right in the middle, right in the thick of what goes on in that house. I was so proud of you. Like, First and foremost, Aww. I think I mentioned to you that like, I, I never knew, like, I always knew that you were like a mover and a shaker, but I thought that like, when we weren't talking, you might've just been sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and so what I recognized through this experience is like, actually you don't like, you don't stop. Um, yeah. 
but I never knew like the cohesion and just like how awesome your family life has become. And so kudos to you and to Marty and to Samaya too. You guys really have a great thing going and I'm just so proud of you. Like I, I really am. I'd like to find a way to make this into a joke, but I can't like my heart was. Well, beaming. well I I'm think the proud. funny thing is what, what, uh, if you recall, you left and you let me know when you got home and then you were like, Oh my goodness. Hope is hungry. Like where the fuck is Kelly? <laughs> Dude, I feel like Hope is looking at me with judgmental eyes because every time I turned around, like there was another meal and like this, <laughs> like I walked downstairs this morning and Hope's just like staring at me. I'm like, oh my gosh, she wants to eat. <laughs> like, oh, what no. do I even do? I've got a meeting. I can't feed this kid. So, um, yeah, no, like you, you just, you do an incredible job and you know, Thank if you. ever we're, you know, blessed enough to be there again for a week, like I just, I, I just want to encourage you to go ahead and, and just keep, you know, recreating and evolving and, um, you know, just continue feeding us because I, I really, <laughs> I really like that. So um, that let's was dive funny. into, we didn't really talk much because we, we did disappear for like a week and a half. Uh, and yeah. I think it was needed, you know, like I got out there and just took a, di- a, a uh, what did I take? A big breath, a deep breath. Oh my gosh. A deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> I took yeah, a deep breath. breath. And, well, uh, and I we thought just- about this. I, I thought about this and I think this is important to mention. I think that what, you know, someone had made, I, I posted and said, I, I know we said, you know, pod 21 is coming um, later this week. Now, if you read that, I mean, you could be reading that today and later this week could be like this week. Um, but if you did read that post when it went up, it can feel like, okay, well, they said it was coming and, and it didn't. Um, I think what is really important to recognize is we started the Kelly and Melly show pod so that we could stay connected based on the circumstances that we were in. And then in true Kelly and Melly fashion, as soon as we're together, because we both agree that we're better together, it's just really enjoying the time together. I mean, we did say several times like, okay, let's try to fit in some time. Like we're going to do a pod. Okay. Let's fit in some time and we're going to do a pod. And then, you know, time just sort of got away with us because we were together and we were just really taking the time to get the most of it. Right. Every single minute together, we were you know, doing something or sitting down and having a heart to heart conversation and just really re capturing what we had missed out on for the past two years so right and and thank you guys for for sticking with us but I think it like it's probably appropriate for us to share some of the the new memories that we created uh (laughs) while I was there because there were some things that you know that happened that were certainly like (laughs) podcast worthy Um, yes and so there was an, okay, so there was an evening where we had planned to go out for a birthday celebration with one of Kelly's friends, uh, like for one of Kelly's friends with a bunch of people actually. Um, and, you know, gentle disclaimer, uh, no, not gentle disclaimer, like what? <laughs> All right, I'm going to edit that. Um, okay, so yeah, we had planned to go out for a birthday celebration with one of Kelly's friends and and and, and I, Kelly, I can't speak. Oh. <laughs> Okay. So we planned, we were going out for one of my friend's birthdays and there was a group of people that we were going to be meeting. So of course, um, you know, we were meeting with them at the bar at nine o'clock. And of course I wanted you to see more, right? Like, I don't, I don't want to just head out to the bar at nine o'clock. Let's, you know, let's make an evening of it. So we planned to hit up the old triangle. So we were starting off there um, to have a drink and, and grab something to eat because we knew sort of what the rest of the night was going to look like ahead of us. So we got, 
you know, some carbs in us uh, to make sure that we had the buffer. And uh, then I had booked reservations because I really, really wanted to take you to third glass wine bar. Okay. So let's just like pause for a minute. Let's talk about third glass wine bar. Okay. So first of all, (laughs) you walk into this wine bar and it's like super chic and like the lighting was like super, was it like purpley? Like it had, there was like accents of like purple and like really dim kind of light and huge chandeliers. And it was, it's, it's a beautiful spot. Just gorge. So if you're ever in New Brunswick, uh, Moncton area, and you're looking to go on like a really, like a nice date, like, I think it would be just a beautiful place to take somebody. And so Kelly's purpose to take me here or for taking me here, there, (laughs) (laughs) fuck words. Oh my gosh. Okay. Was to let me try this martini. And so if you guys have discovered along the way or been following our story, like I'm not like the best at drinking, like I try, but like, I'm just not the best at it. And so the idea of drinking a martini was like a little intimidating for me, but I thought, you know what, YOLO, uh, I'll dive into this lemon drop martini. And so (laughs) the lemon drop martini lemon dropped me on my ass um, within like probably five or six sips. We went from like joking and like this jovial, you know, conversation to this deep, like almost on the brinks of tears, drunken. It was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. So if you're ever in Moncton, uh, go to the third glass uh, for the ambiance. Yes. Also grab yourself a lemon drop martini and get well, lemon fresh. Out. Lemon fresh. It's called a lemon fresh. And if you recall, you were actually going to be the DD. So I mean, the night started off that like, okay, well, don't worry. Like Mel's going to be the DD. She's not a big drinker. And you know, five sips in, you were like, oh, okay. Well, like, do they have Uber here? Because (laughs) I cannot drive home. So needless to say, the rest of my evening turned into drinking water. Yeah. However, um, (laughs) anyways, it was, it was still good. So as, so, so dropped you on your ass, I was feeling pretty good from mine. Um, and when we left, so, you know, we have to meet this group at the furnace, which was the next spot that we were going to. So like, I mean, look at us, right? Like bar hopping. We went on, like, we went on a full blown, like pub crawl. Like we created right. our own experience, but I just want to circle back quickly, just, just for a minute. <laughs> Because I think I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that the lemon fresh, uh, thank you for correcting me on that. uh, Those two martinis cost us like $35. And so Mm -hmm. like, if you are in Moncton and you want that (laughs) ambiance and you want to have a delicious martini, just make sure that you have enough money left in your bank account for your mortgage payment and all of your essential (laughs) bills, because it could be very costly to go to this establishment. Yes, yes. Okay, please proceed. <laughs> okay, so so we left um, third glass on our way to, okay, we got to go like meet the friends. So we walk out and I'm like, okay, so been to where the furnace is located before um, in the past, it's called Robinson's Court. So I, I've been there before, but we come out of third glass and we veer to the left. So we're walking down the street, we're going left and... Uh, I see sort of a court and I'm looking down and it's empty. Like there's nothing down there. So now, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> like where, where do we go from here? Yeah. Like where I don't actually know where it is then if it's not here. Um, so we kind of, we must've looked similar to how I probably looked when I went to Amsterdam and we were turning the map all over the place. Um, we, we probably look somewhat lost right downtown Moncton. Um, so this, this 
fantastic gentleman walks up, um, you know, I'm pretty sure he was homeless. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. He was homeless. Um, and he's like, Hey, like, you know, you guys need me to take you somewhere. I can take you somewhere for a cigarette. So while we don't have a cigarette, um, but we can like, you know, give you our company while we go on the walk. Okay. We didn't give him our company. We flipped him a toonie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have a cigarette, but like, how about this toonie? You could use this toonie to buy a cigarette from somebody else. And like, do you mind, you know, showing us how to get to Robinson's court? And so, you know, he made it seem like he was going to be our tour guide and he was going to lead us all the way to yes. Robinson's court. Um, yes. and, and he did, he, he led us all the way there. How many steps do you think it was? I think it was like, I feel like maybe like 15 steps, one foot in front of the other to the right of the third class. Right, right, right. So Randy held it down. His name was Randy. And we knew, knew that his name was Randy because, well, he told us, he said, hey, the name is Randy, just like on the back of my jacket. Um, and so, you know, right on the back of his jacket, big, bold letters, Randy. Randy. So Randy saved the and, day and, for a Well, and that remains to be seen. I mean, we we did have the discussion that possibly, like, is his name Randy? Or did he possibly adopt that name because somebody gave him the jacket? Like, we're, we're really not sure. Yeah, and the exactly. truth is we'll never know. But I feel we'll like, never it's, know. yeah, it's safe to say, though, that after that night, you know, Randy rescued us. And yes. you'll always have a special, special place in my heart that Randy. Well, and, and, you know, if you recall, like as we were leaving, so we left the bar and actually like, as we were leaving the bar to go back to our car, because again, I was drinking water. So as we were leaving to go back to the car, Randy was in the middle of the street. Like he <laughs> almost got hit by a car <laughs> and we're like, Randy, buddy. <laughs> You're in the middle of the street. <laughs> oh, so, Randy. Yeah, yeah, definitely, you know, definitely entertaining. So but speaking about leaving the bar, like I remember um, while we were in the bar, like although you were drinking water, you were making a point to make sure that I wasn't drinking water. Like you were trying to get me all <laughs> kinds of fucked up. And when I told you like, hey, Kelly, like I'm a little I'm a little turned up here. You're like, cool, shots, shots for everybody. Let's have a shot. I was like, what in the actual fuck? Like I hadn't been drunk like that in a long time. But while we're sitting at the table, like this this place was like, as far as I'm concerned, again, I've not been around a lot of people uh, in quite some time. This place was pretty packed and there was there was a vibe. I think it was a bit of a younger vibe, like a kind of like a, a frat, you know, frat boy vibe to this bar, but yeah. it was cool nonetheless. We had, I think we, I think we started uh, a happy birthday song. So we had the whole bar singing happy birthday to our friend. Yeah. Uh, we got into another thing too. I don't remember exactly what it was, but we, we kind of got the rest <laughs> of the bar kind of, kind of going on a chant or a song or something. And while everybody was living their life and engaging and having like a delightful time at the bar, Kelly and us in true Kelly Melly fashion, were sitting at the end of the table, making up stories about people who were in the bar. <laughs> And we had recently watched This Is 40. Um, if you haven't watched that movie, it's it's a bit older, but I can't recommend it enough. It's a fantastic movie. Um, it, it definitely is, you know, one that's going to make you laugh. And in the, in the movie, there's a scene where Paul Rudd is standing Rudd. in the mirror and he's really, he's trying to like give himself the courage to like have sex. And so, 
you know, he, he, he's, he's there and he's looking in the mirror and he's, he's talking about wanting to, to give his wife this dick. Um, <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this dick. <laughs> and so Kelly and I are back and forth about this. Well, we look to our right and we see this gentleman sitting by himself at the end of the bar. And we've decided in the story that we've created that he's actually building himself up through text message. He's writing himself notes on how he's going to talk to himself in the mirror later that night. When he gets home. <laughs> when he gets I'm home, gonna yeah. going to give you this dick. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to give it the dick. Anyways. Um, fixings to fuck you. <laughs> he's fixings to fuck you. <laughs> so we had a great time, but it was at that moment when we started to create the story and we realized that like we were the only ones creating these stories. Everybody else was living in the experience. It was probably time to go. And yeah. so, you know, being the responsible adults that we are, rather than tell everybody that we were leaving so we could say a proper goodbye what how how did we get out of there kelly oh well i said um i turned to you know my friend beside me and said okay like we're we're just gonna go outside for a minute she's like okay cool i'm gonna come and i'm like oh no we're not coming back <laughs> <laughs> like like no not that you can't out. not that you can't come with us but like we're not coming back and she's like oh okay so you guys are actually leaving but it's just that awkward you know like you go around and you're like oh, okay like I'm gonna go now and I, I guess a part of me just felt like well you know if Kelly and Melly slipped out like would anyone really notice well and that's what we did so even though the cat was out of the bag and like one person knew that we were dipping we still didn't do the right thing like we still like a bunch of teenagers just got up. We're like, okay, like just be BRB. And then we just left. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it was all good because then we did go with, you know, the same group to the beach the next day. And, you yeah. know, it was, it's all good in New Brunswick. Like it's all it's, good on the nobody East Coast. Cares. Nobody cares. No. But while we were at the beach, something else remarkable happened. And so you can't script this shit. Like we say things <laughs> and like we put it out into the universe. And oh so God. often it just comes back to us. So we're lying on the blankets and I see yes. Kelly grab her phone and she starts like motioning to the people directly beside us. She's like, look over there. <laughs> Yes. and one of the guys that was with, with us was like what and then kelly started like taking her arms and like making a crocodile motion like <laughs> crocs, crocs. <laughs> look over there crocs but not just any crocs tie-dye they were <laughs> this girl next to us was wearing tie-dye fucking crocs and if you follow this podcast and i know you do you've heard me say that i would fuck with a tie-dye croc never seen one in real life until i went to what beach was that abato abato beach abato beach i saw my very first pair of legitimate original styled tie-dye crocs my that's life right it's never been the same that's right that's right like you can say firsthand you've seen them live in living color in living colors colors yeah, yeah exactly yeah. absolutely yeah. phenomenal it was so fun again it, it just it just happens the universe just, just happens just happens. similar to similar to not that I want to like fast forward but just so it remains relevant like when we say like you know we we have these moments we have these discussions and then the universe just brings things back so I, I want to just share you know, an experience that I had just last night. 
So you're here. We're laughing about this is 40. Like, you know, I'm going to give you this dick and like <laughs> my dick. And he's like, please make sure you watch the movie because it, yes. without, if you yeah. haven't, if you've watched it, you already know the scene, but without proper yeah. context, you, you might think we're idiots. So sorry. Yeah, continue. but please, please watch it. It, it is hilarious. So I'm last night, um, you know, had a great evening, uh, swimming in the pool for quite some time after work, just enjoying my night, had a drink with Marty, um, in his man cave. And I'm like, I'm going to go upstairs and I'm just going to chill out and I'm going to find something like find something on Netflix to watch. Right. So I'm, I'm kind of feeling like documentary, like I I'm in this documentary mode. She's like, so I've I'm had a drink. I'm feeling a little turned up. And now I want to yeah. learn. I want to learn. I want to focus. Like I need something to focus on. Right. So I go on Netflix and I see this American Vandal. And I'm like reading and I'm like, oh, okay, like, okay, American Vandal, it's a documentary, no problem. So I start the documentary. <laughs> I can't even. I start the documentary and it's, you know, a young, a young guy, Dylan, um, and they're interviewing him. So this is about like one minute in, like the introduction and, you know, like, okay, say your name. Um, my name is Dylan, you know, whatever. Okay, Dylan. And, you know, why am I here interviewing you? And he's like, because they think I did it. And he's like, okay, they think you did what? And Dylan <laughs> proceeds to say the dicks. <laughs> And then she forces me to watch this two minutes of this before this pod this morning. And I have no because... idea what to expect. <laughs> and it goes, it like, just like all of a sudden the camera angle changes to like this parking lot full <laughs> of all of these cars that have been vandalized with red spray paint of dick and balls, like cotton balls <laughs> on all the cars. <laughs> 27 cars vandalized with big, huge dicks. And they think Dylan did it. Poor Dylan. And they think Dylan did it. And it's $100,000 of damage. So this documentary is actually about, you know, following the evidence to, to see, because Dylan is, you know, he's one of those class clowns. He's a prankster. Like he's known in the school. He, he draws dicks on the whiteboards in his classes. So he is prime target. For this vandalism okay but they did mention that you know the dicks that dylan draws tend to yeah. have like they tend to have like more of a hair. more of a tip and they have yeah. they have ball hair and these dicks <laughs> were more of a mushroom top and they didn't have any like they were the wax hair. balls essentially this is this is what it was coming down to right like this is so as you're watching this documentary it's all about like proving did dylan do it or not i just listen i just i honestly it was one minute and 30 seconds because i was all in for this documentary and when he said the dicks and they showed the cars i was i was in shock i ran downstairs to marty i said whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute like you need to pause this because i have to share with you if you recall when mel was here we were you know making jokes and referencing like you know put my dick your bitch and like the dick and and we kept sort of referencing this only for me to come to a documentary last night about also dicks 
Yeah. Who drew the dick? Oh my gosh. It's, well, listen, I'm going to, again, if you need, if you need a visual or context, Netflix, American Vandal, yeah, and you yeah. really only need like, Hey, granted, you may not want to watch the entire documentary, which like I did. Um, but even just to get an idea, like give yourself like the first two minutes, eh, Mel, because that's what I yeah. immediately text you. And I'm like, I can't even, you don't understand. You need to watch American Vandal the first two minutes before we pod tomorrow because yeah, yeah. because it's all about that dick. and you know there I mean we've made <laughs> reference to dick and cock on this podcast in the past oh. um but never like we've always been kind of like a little nervous about using those words and and specifically uh why Kelly because our parents well, because, listen to the podcast, like, right? Yeah, our parents are listening like you know or, or you know like our you know we want to be respectful yeah so yeah. Yeah. Like we, we want to be respectful. So, um, you know, we, we did learn, uh, or had a moment while you were here that really just kind of knocked us on our ass. Well, it just, <laughs> it put everything to perspective. It put everything into perspective for us. We were driving through the drive-thru, um, Tim Hortons, uh, actually, let me just pause there for a minute. So, <laughs> so we talked about the East coast lifestyle and how it's really laid back and it's you know, a little bit slower and the vibe is like really chill. So come to realize that the vibe is so chill that they close the mall at 6 PM on Tuesdays. Um, and that only some coffee shops remain open past 6 PM. So like when we talk about a chill vibe, we're talking about like a legit chill vibe. So legit. Anyways, we're in the drive-through and Kelly's mom calls and, and she's got her on the Bluetooth and uh, she's just howling, telling us a story about her and her girlfriends getting together. Um, and and I'll well, they get together anything. every, yeah, they get together every Tuesday night. It's girls night. And my mom, like she, she's the only English one. Everyone's French, but she's very, um, you know, she's, she's quick or like, she'll kind of like throw a curveball. Like you're, you know, you're not expecting it. And, and she definitely threw you and I a curveball. but I can only imagine sitting with this circle of women, um, that she gets together with. And she said, Oh my God, we had a great night. We were howling, like having such a good time. Um, but your aunt was talking about how growing up, like they were talking about religion and, you know, having a pretty deep conversation. And when growing up, it was really viewed like French kissing. Oh no. Like you did not French kiss. Like it was, it was almost viewed like a sin. It was just far too much. Um, you know, so (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say before the punchline even comes out like that, that group, like that, that Tuesday evening, you know, girls group, like that is everything to me. And I really just hope that, you know, when you and I, are older as we continue to grow in our lives that we can that we can develop something like that because like we can aspire to yeah absolutely everything so so please please I I want you because you know it's my mom so I would love you to give the punchline so again let's just you know we're sitting in the car we've just ordered our coffees we're waiting through the drive-through she's sharing like how they're talking about religion French kissing is an absolute no-no so my mom proceeds to say to the group well I guess sucking cock is out of the question (laughs) I almost died like we laughed so hard that the phone actually disconnected on her (laughs) 
Did your mom just say cock? Like for the last six what? months, we've been podcasting, trying to keep those words out of the podcast so as not to offend her. And she's just dropping the C word over Tuesday oh night God. girls night. Like, oh my God. Me? Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We were like, whoa, what? Whoa. I'm actually was, contemplating replacing Kelly with Kathy on the podcast because she takes way more risks. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my Linda. goodness. It was, it was epic. It yeah. really was yeah. epic. I mean, I, I don't even know that I've, I mean, I think that was even a growing moment for my mom and I, I don't even think that I've ever really experienced. That. Well, you know, we did say in a previous podcast, like, does your family ever really know who you right. are, you know, outside of the family. And so maybe outside of your conversations with your mom, <laughs> she's got a trucker mouth and she's just dropping the C word like nobody's business. It sounds like it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then they had visited the one day and I absolutely adore Kelly's parents and their relationship is just so freaking cute. And so like Kelly's mom, much like Kelly is a mover and a shaker, but you know, who's a bigger mover and a shaker? Kelly's dad. <laughs> but in a different context. So Kelly's yeah. mom, you know, likes to, you know, go shopping and like do all the things. She likes to keep herself busy. And like Kelly's dad likes to get in and get out as quick as possible. So they come for a visit. <laughs> Kelly was downstairs working, just finishing up a meeting and she was excited for their visit. And so they popped in and, uh, and within about, I don't know, 45 seconds, uh, <laughs> Kelly's dad was standing at the door, like ready to roll. And Kathy kind of looks at me like, do you see him over there? Like, do you see him over there? He's just standing there. Well, then he just, he just walks outside. He just leaves. And I was like, I finished up my conversation with Kathy. I said, she said, well, I better go before he leaves me. And uh, I said, well, make sure you say bye to him for us. Like, sorry, I couldn't stick around the extra, you know, 47 seconds to just, uh, to just say bye. And she said, the next time I'm leaving him, she's like, we're rushing to get back to the trailer. Like there's nothing yeah. back there, but he's just got to go. Like always got to go like in and out. Oh, I think, and I was in my meeting. So I came upstairs and I'm like, oh, oh, they're gone. And you're like, yeah, I think at one point, like he was standing at the door, like ringing the dog bells, like the dog bells. To yeah, yeah, like, okay, let's go. Time to go, Kathy. Like wrap it up. Like, I know you've only been having that conversation for three minutes, but you know what? Three minutes longer than I allotted for. Got to get moving. <laughs> Oh, it's priceless. And yeah, once again, yeah. their like their relationship is everything that I aspire to be. You know, the yes. looks that those looks of like, oh my gosh, I like I might punch you in the face, but then are actually filled with like, I actually really love you and adore. I don't know. It's just it's just yeah. something to be really proud of. So uh, yes. love Kelly's parents. Yes. Uh, you know, and I feel like they've kind of like adopted me as their own. And like, I, I just really appreciate that. Like, I just appreciate the love and support that I get from, from your people, from your parents, um, you know, not having a mom living myself, you know, Kathy's always done such a great job of just like taking me under her wing and, and just really being there for me. So I just, I really appreciate it. I, you know what? Like ever since I went to the East coast, I've become a lot more like sentimental and maybe, like maybe a little nicer. Well, I think, I think that you, you need to work on that. Well, there was this time where like we were looking at a picture and like I might have made reference to something that was a little inappropriate in the picture and Kelly like chastised me instantly. She's like, we don't do that yes. in the East Coast. Like in the East Coast, we don't, we're not judgmental. I was like, oh, okay, well, she's like, you're going to have to be nicer if you're going to be here. I was like, well, you know, it's probably true. Like, I'm probably going to have to develop some, some skills if I want to visit again. Yeah. And just yes. like maybe be a little nicer. Be nicer. Yeah. We're yeah. nice, nice people. 
I, I absolutely agree. Like such nice, nice people. Oh, such a good time. And I, you know, I was talking because you guys went back on Wednesday morning. Yep. Samaya went to a friend's cottage Wednesday afternoon. So she called last night to check in, just see how everything was going. Like, how are we doing? Um, and I said to her, like, imagine being me. Like I went from a household filled with her, you, Hope, um, Marty to nothing. <laughs> and so what I'm hearing you say is right now you're living your best life. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Getting I, turned I up did. on a Thursday. Yeah, I did. I did. I started last night. Like my boss actually said today, I'm on vacation next week. And he's like, Hey, like, you know, no problem. If you're done your work, like if you want to wrap up a little bit early today. And I'm like, well, look at that. Like, I'm so proactive. I started last night. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly is so proactive that she actually started her vacation before the vacation even started. I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm so proud of you. Like you're just really mm -hmm. making a lot of leaps and bounds forward. Um, I have to say like, okay. I mean, I've stopped because of my back and I, I am feeling a little bit of pain again today. Now it may be like getting in the pool quite a bit and a lot of movement, although, you know, going in the water, it takes sort of some of the pressure off. It's less pressure and it's good for your body. I am feeling, you know, a little bit of tightness this morning, but because I haven't really been able to do like at one time I was all in with our beach body journey and I was doing my workouts. And I mean, like, I'm so proud of you, Mel. I know you were on pause while you were here, but you, you had the intention of doing it. I even brought I, my skipping ropes. Like I brought them yeah. with me. Yeah. You even asked, like you messaged me like, Hey, do you have weights there? Like, you know, do I need to bring some? And I'm like, Nope, Nope. I've got you. Like we've got weights. And then like you got here and you know, did nothing, but well, yeah, absolutely well, nothing. Well, we literally ate the cake instead. Oh my so, gosh. We did eat the cake and the beaver tail. Yeah. Oh yes. Yes, we did. So, I mean, we, we were just living life right for a week, but I had, I had to put the beach body journey on pause. So I haven't been doing my check-ins and stuff like that. So what I was saying to you is I think the reason like I, I keep moving and I keep doing all of these things is just to keep moving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you can very easily, like, especially working from home and not like having to get up and get ready and go into the office every day, or, you know, you can very easily get in this rut of, you know, just doing nothing. Um, some days like not even getting dressed. And, and I think maybe like that even happened to us because we were working together and then, you know, we found ourselves like just working all day in our pajamas. I think there was but, one day it was like 4 PM. I'm like, dude, I'm still wearing my fucking pajamas. Like this yeah. is not normal, but it is no. normal actually, because I do it all. I'm wearing my pajamas right now. <laughs> <laughs> so Speaking of beach body, so I came back. I was feeling, I, I don't know if I'm feeling jet lagged, but I'm feeling like I don't want to say, I don't even want to say under the weather, but like I think like, you know, the 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 calm, chill vibe in the East Coast and then coming back to Ontario into traffic and work and you know, housework and all these things, like has it made me feel like a little stressed. And so I've told myself I'm gonna take today. I'm going to like, just get through my work day, get everything done that I need to get done. Uh, and then tomorrow I'm going to start fresh. And rather than starting right where I was, because I had taken such a long break, I'm actually going to start from the beginning of the program that I, that I had left. Um, and, and then sp spend the next 21 days really like, really like, you know, diving back into it. Cause I was feeling so good uh, when I was working out. So I'm all, I'm going to be all in again 
tomorrow. Yes. Yes. And, and I mean, I love watching your journey and I, and I have to say, I mean, I know that we've talked about it's, it's really truly not about how, how you look per se. Like it's not for anyone else. It's about how you feel. Absolutely. Um, But you, you, I could tell when you were here, like that you felt good and you look fantastic um so you know yeah definitely stay the course it's it's my goal too I mean we I said to Marty last night like we we enjoyed the week and I I wouldn't say that we were our food choices were bad yes we had a beaver tail yes we had um the cake okay but but we split the cake we split the cake we split the piece of cake and, and the beaver tail. you know, we didn't eat out all the time like I made no. sure like we we had like home-cooked dinners and you know just and and portioned it you know so we were still responsible to a certain degree I think we were saving some of the calories probably for you know like the the drinking and we did a lot of drinking like like I don't drink like that ever and like I think every night we had some drinks well Bud Light seltzers which again like probably a responsible choice yeah on our part absolutely absolutely (laughs) so we were still and I said to Marty last night like oh no like we're having salad for dinner and he was like oh like kind of turned up his face and I'm like oh no like we're we're back at it right so I had got a roasted chicken and I just like cut up like lettuce and I put on some like smoked gouda cheese which is so gouda gouda um, gouda 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 and uh yeah like we're we're back on it too like as far as like just being you know making healthier choices so. well I'm really I'm really proud of you and I think like recreating yourself over and over again like it's okay uh, yeah. it's okay to continue to do, to continually be starting over and, and to yes. be focusing on the things that make you happy before we Absolutely. jump off this pod. Cause I know we're at the point where we've got to start wrapping up. I wanted to just talk to you about like, um, another word or another like phrase that, that we developed on, um, on our journey through the East coast. And so if you've again, been following this podcast, you know, that we're constantly looking for ways to like evolve and, and change and like really like capture um things <laughs> yes I'm like where yes. am I going with this so I decided that you know if ever I were to relocate to the east coast I'd really like to have a boat and I've not spent like a lot of time on boats I'm not even sure that I'm like that much of a, a boat person but I feel like if I, if I ever, I was on the East coast permanently, I would need to have a boat and, you know, financially, I'm not sure that I could afford like a yacht because it couldn't be a boat with like a motor, like a little motor. Like I'm not talking about a fishing fishing boat. boat. I want to, I want a boat that I could potentially, I could live on. I'm not going to live on it, but I'd like to have the option to live on this boat. And so financially that's not really in the cards for me. Like I can't be going and dropping a mill on a boat. Uh, but I did notice in the marinas in, in, in the area that there seemed to be a lot of really nice boats. And I thought to myself, well, how would one, you know, meet people who happen to have boats? And, and I decided that, you know, if ever I were in a position to be able to try and find somebody, uh, friendship with a boat, then, then I'd likely have to be a wharf horse. <laughs> I was like, well, there's, you know, we, lot lizards, you know, for, for the well, lot lizards. Like I didn't even know. I mean, you guys kind of taught me. So a lot lizard, like, give me the definition. This okay. is like so, women that hang out in at parking lots. Truck truck oh, truck so, yeah. So they're lot lizards. They're there to hang out with the truckers. 
Uh, I'm not sure. Like, I, like, I just want to throw it out there and say, like, when I become, if ever I were to become a war for, like, I wouldn't be doing it for sex. Like I'm only doing it for the bone. So like, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'd be the same as a, as a lot lizard, but like, I, I mean, I don't even know how much I like the boat. So it's possible that I could, (laughs) I I don't know. Anyways, we, we, we've been doing some brainstorming. I'm like, okay, well, like Marina, I couldn't find anything that rhymed with Marina or M and, but then we came up with wharf whore and I was like, that's really Marina, madame. A mar- marina madame or a war for so like a war for yeah it has a better and, ring it yeah. does so we're going to go ahead yeah. and coin that phrase today um, that's right and if you find yourself you know attracted to wharfs uh specifically to find <laughs> people who have boats uh you may be a, a war for yeah. yeah so yeah. so i love that we um you know trademark pending along with all of our other pending trademarks. And I think it's very, very important to share because we don't want to miss this part um, that while you were here, we watched Space Jam. So the new Space Jam, right with the kids. So we watched the new Space Jam and as we're watching it, um, who was it? Um, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny Bunny. Bunny, um, had shared like, well, you know, we, we are all toony. Like we, we're toony. So um, LeBron James responds like, okay, then we're all toony. And you and I just looked at each other like, oh my gosh, they're keeping it toony. They're keeping it toony. And if you remember from our Toony Tuesday episode back in the day, probably two months ago, like we coined the phrase keeping it toony. And so I think it's possible. In fact, probable that the writers of Space Jam were out there, you know, looking into our podcast to try to steal some content because it's that fresh. And they're like, keeping it toony. Well, we can't say keeping it toony because they might sue us. Uh, Lawsuit pending. We're still going after them. Uh, Instead, they decided to say we're all toony. So I'm not saying that we're partial writers in (laughs) the new Space Jam movie, but I'm also not saying we're not. Right. You be the judge. Check out the movie. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, we're, you know, we're just keeping it toony. Yeah. In the meantime, we're going to be over here keeping it buck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Every time gosh. I try that one, it just doesn't work out. I tried, whatever. I okay, know. So I know. we're wrapping up. I just want to say, guys, like, you know, we love you so much. Like you have been on this journey with us. We appreciate your patience and we just, we love you so much. We really just love you so much. Like just. Okay. We're so appreciative. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. If I say like, we just love you. So you can't then jump in and say like, oh, we just love you. So that's my, I just said that. Oh, oh, so, oh, let's, okay. So say something again? Else. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, okay, okay. so. We just love you so much. And like, we're just so happy that you've been on this journey with us. And we appreciate you we appreciate your support thank you for sticking by us and like we just like absolutely adore each and every one of you and like every time that you guys like slide into our dms we're just so grateful and just so blessed because we just we can't imagine a life you know without you in it yeah well i love jesus (laughs) (laughs) like if you're trying to one-up me so i went on this journey of like love and like proclaiming our love to all of our listeners our best friends best friends and you're one-upping me by i love jesus yeah well i love jesus
okay, we're wrapping up because I can't, I can't, can't. I can't even with you. Like I can't. <laughs> I hope you all have a great day, a great week. Uh, we will definitely see you next Tuesday. <laughs> yes, we will see you next Tuesday. And I love Jesus Bye. as well. Bye. <laughs>